you the best of today and yesterday in Nacogdoches. Brought to you by a law school dropout and a dish technician. Come all in, listen to this. It's a little show with Cody and Chris. Netcast. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Infowars.com is TV. Chris, this week the globalists were out in full force spreading their insubordinate New World Order agenda through hypocrisy and non-congenital humanoid antibody distribution. The only way to combat this is to take our new X12 supplement. It causes coronavirus, menopause, makes you piss blood, and causes diabetes. It's a blend of crushed glass, battery acid, and hydrogen sulfide. <laughs> it will make you feel great. <laughs> Chris, we had Alex Jones in the studio. He just wanted to make that little announcement. You know, so. he keeps jumping through your window. And I think that's the strangest part. How many times have you had to have that repaint? Uh, a few times, but that's okay because it's not that expensive. Well, thanks, Alex, for that little commercial. Chris, we are back. Netcast episode 13, 14, 14, 14. 14. 14. Last week was 13. Yeah, I kind of forget sometimes. Anyways, so uh, how was your week, Chris? It was beautiful. Yeah, okay. Well, beautiful is good. Uh, beautiful is ugly. Did you see that Oliver Tree album? Do you know who that is? Oh, I love Oliver Tree. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. Right? that's his new album. Uh, I think uh, "Ugly is Beautiful." I think is the I, name I, of I it. I need to listen to it. I I think my favorite song for him uh, was uh. It's oh got to be hurt, right? It, it might be hurt is the it best is. one. It's his most famous one. Uh, at least I think it Have is. Have you it seen may the music be. video for it? Yeah, yeah. That is was that the one with the tank? Yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, Chris, I'm glad you had a good week. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a pretty decent week, I guess. Uh, you know, not a whole lot went on, but that seems to be the theme of uh, today's inevitable paradox that we live in. Sounded smart, right? Well, anyway, Chris, let's hop into that email bag, but we're not really going to hop into it because mostly we had entries into our suggestions, Over which eight hundred um, entries you were saying. No, that was for our uh, for our giveaway. We oh, did have oh. over eight hundred there, but uh, as far as our suggestions, a lot of them uh, we had like three, I think, or maybe just two. That <laughs> if I were to read them, it would kind of give away what I want to tell. So I'm not going to do that. You didn't tell me anything about them. Uh, yeah, that's the point, man, to keep it, you know, secret. Ooh. I will show, uh, I did get an email from uh, Jessica Rowell last week. She oh. said, tell Chris to watch Shrek the Musical or the Rocker, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Those are his favorites. Chris, I didn't know you liked Rocky Horror Picture Show. I saw it recently. Uh-huh. I hated every second of the movie. <laughs> Man, not because of anything in it. It's just I didn't understand what was happening. Yeah, I don't think I ever tried to watch That's it. A, it's a strange movie. Is it? Yeah, it's I kind of like a, strange movies. Yeah, like I said, nothing in it really bothered me. It's just it was strange. It was a little odd. It was weird. Kind of like, uh, what was that, Clockwork Orange? You ever see that? I've seen that, and it's the same. But like, I, I like that Clockwork, one was weird. I like Clockwork Orange a little bit better because it's more so into... The it's it's a comedy, I I think. Mm. No, no. <laughs> I think. You got a weird sense of humor, man. That I movie think. Was I'm not really sure, but it's it is a strange movie. But that one more so dwells into like human nature, whereas Rocky Horror Picture Show just, in my opinion, I might might have just completely missed it. it. Seemed to just be strangeness for the sake of strangeness. Well, I haven't really ever watched it. I saw from like uh, the IMDb. It looked kind of bad, but I know it's kind of one of those cult movies, so you probably love it or hate it. it it's it's an old movie, and like it, it tried to be a musical, uh-huh. but and the musical numbers are actually aren't that bad. It's well, just you this, listen to the netcast, and the musical numbers aren't that bad either. Exactly, but, hey. but the musical numbers aren't actually that aren't at all that bad. It's just it's a strange movie. Yeah, well, I kind of like strange stuff, but. I kind of have to see something more than once to like it. Like, for example, I've said my favorite movie I've watched this year was, what was that? Parasite, right? I didn't like it that much at first. I was like, eh, it's pretty good. This wasn't really a best picture deserver. But then I watched it again, and I was like, gosh darn, this damn movie is fine. 
It was it's it's the best movie I've seen in probably two three years. Did the Lobster ever win any awards? Because that's a really good movie as well. The Lobster was probably the one I liked more before that, and I don't think it did. It was kind of more a uh, indie film, if I recall correctly. That's, that's a it had Colin Farrell in it. Frankly, hilarious movie. Yeah, I loved it. It was and it ended perfectly too. Yeah. That may be one of my movie reviews that I have coming up. Speaking of which, Chris, I hope you've got a movie to review today. I do. Excellent. So, Chris, what is this now? Five-ish minutes? Okay, pretty decent intro to our intro there. <laughs> I, I was about to correct you. All right, so here's what I suggest. What do we suggest? I do two segments this week, and you've got three. So let's do one of yours to start with. How's that? Yes. Okay, so we can give you the selection I know we didn't talk about this before, so we're going to go off it on the fly. We can either do your history fact or your movie review. It's up to you, man. Uh, let's do my history fact. Okay, so we're going to kind of turn things over this week. Normally, we start with the joke. This week, we're more serious. We're starting with the history fact. So, here's Chris's history fact of the week. Always exciting and never bleak. It's Chris's history fact of the week. December 5th. 1933. December 5th, 1933. You're sent back in time. Okay. To that date. Okay. And you suddenly realize you're no longer allowed to buy and drink alcohol. Yeah, prohibition. If you're caught with alcohol, well, it's against the law. Mm-hmm. So what's your first response? I'm going to make my own in my bathtub. Well, exactly. That's what a lot of people thought. Yeah. Not the smartest idea. A lot of people actually wound up dying for Yeah. I, That's kind of what this is about. <laughs> I think uh, making your own anything is usually not the best idea. Uh, but No, the uh, the issue came with, um, but man, this is kind of knocking my, my historical because I had a whole thing I was going to talk about. Go uh, ahead, man. So this, this historical fact is kind of going over prohibition, how strange that was, and also mainly focusing keenly on the fact that the U.S. government, um, in a way— poison people that were creating alcohol oh yeah how so they uh began making it okay for or started implementing uh uh, cultures and not cultures in society culture but cultures as in cultures i don't know chris can i stop you right there yeah because I think I've detected a pattern in your history facts of the week because when I was researching history facts of the week I googled interesting history facts and it's like top 50 interesting history facts and like four out of your last five have been from no, that list no I, really? I was i was originally gonna yeah do, it was from like time magazine i was originally gonna do um at the, the time that caligula uh attacked uh the uh, had his roman legion attack an ocean uh-huh. but i decided to do this instead because i could okay. find more information on so it. you haven't been just like Cheating your way out? And no, going no, no. The easy I, 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 look, I look for stuff that I have an idea about. Uh-huh. That I might have read that in the past, but I look for well, stuff that I might have had an idea about that I have like an idea about. Because, like, like for instance, what I was originally going to do this week was uh, the time that a Roman legion uh, was used to attack an ocean. Yeah, okay. Uh, which is uh, this Roman emperor Caligula uh, used his forces to attack an ocean. He was on his way to attack Britain. Uh, and along the way, he kind of got bored, and it's like, you know what? I declare war on Poseidon, go into the ocean, and they shot, like, ballistas. They threw their spears into the ocean, a bunch of stuff like that, uh-huh. and they took a bunch of seashells as their bounty. Yeah. Right? And then I was going to go into some other facts about Caligula, but then I realized that there aren't a lot of well-known facts about Caligula. Well, uh, I don't know anything about Caligula, so what you would have come up with would have been better than me. So I decided to go on this because it's more recent. Yeah, sorry to detract from yeah. you. I just thought I'd call you out. Yeah, it was uh, a total misfire. Yeah. Dang. Well, anyway, sorry to interrupt. Back to our poisoning of the alcohol by the government. Anyways, December 5th, 1933, Prohibition starts. Uh, the government decides to prohibit the consumption of alcohol in the U.S. Okay. Uh, they're saying, essentially, you know what? Booze is bad. No more booze. A lot of people didn't like this. So, no, so, uh, I wouldn't have. This led to a bunch of illegal, um, uh, illegal schemes. People, you know, making moonshine. Uh-huh. People creating their own alcohol. People selling their own alcohol. People importing alcohol in, and making a killing. This is where the mob made a lot of their money is selling moonshine. Okay. Um, this also, uh, this was causing issues because the law that the government made wasn't being followed mm-hmm. really at all. Everybody was still drinking. There was a company, for instance, that was making uh, essentially w- grape bricks 
mm-hmm. that included yeast in the packaging. So concentrate uh, yeah, for making grape, your own grape wine. Concentrate <laughs> with yeast that way people can make their own wine. Yeah, that's cool. All right, maybe and that's it, how it, Minute Maid gets started. And and on the packaging it says do not leave, do not add water and leave in uh, dark warm space for like. Uh, 10 days winky face winky face right <laughs> so like their laws aren't being followed at all okay um let me let me bring something up you bring something up. up you know uh when we're done with this history fact i might try my popcorn sudden impression oh yeah yeah i think it's pretty good <laughs> so you know the, the u.s government's trying to cut down on this they start implementing more laws you know cracking down on sellers uh importers stuff like that uh, and uh, smuggling networks, uh, but they keep you know rising just as quickly as they get knocked out. Um, law enforcement and regulators also devise a new strategy uh, for limiting the supply of alcohol at its source. You know, saying you know what, if we can't catch, if we can't keep people from doing this, we might as well make it really, really dangerous to do so. Right. Uh, so they started mandating that toxic additives were added into the stuff that people would use to make alcohol. Uh, they would, like, essentially you'd be drinking 50% bleach if you were drinking whiskey. That's mm-hmm. uh, when you hear about people getting ro- uh, drinking rot gut whiskey and stuff like that, uh, going blind from the ho- hooch and stuff. Um, on New Year's Day in 1927, uh, 41 people died at New York's Bellevue Hospital from alcohol-related poisonings. Oftentimes, they were drinking industrial methanol, otherwise known as wood da- wood alcohol, which is legal but extremely dangerous. Uh, so, uh, essentially, this all boils down to uh, the government couldn't keep this up. Uh, they were killing their, they're essentially, in a way, killing their own citizens. People weren't following the rule anyway, and it eventually led to us being able to drink alcohol legally again, which... Thank you yeah, to those people. Is that all you got there? That's really all I got there. Okay, cool. So I mentioned Popcorn Sutton. You know, he's probably the most famous Appalachian moonshiner. Mm-hmm. I imagine he was a descendant of the uh, people who are very prominent in this uh, time because he was born in 1946. Oh, yeah. And he uh, had that cult classic movie. Uh, and I'll say the name like he would. This is the last damn run of liquor I'll ever make. And that's my uh, decently bad popcorn sudden impression. I think I could have done it better, but anyway. This is the last damn run of liquor I'll ever make. He kind of sounds like that. Anyway, um, yeah, man, people who make their own moonshine are kind of wild. Because, you know, moonshine usually goes for 100 bucks a gallon. Really? So, yeah, that's pretty much the going rate if it's, like, good stuff. You know, if me and you were about to go to my bathroom and brew some up, I'm sure we'd be lucky just to give it away, but uh, people who actually know what they're doing, like our boy Popcorn, I liked him a lot because he was just always running from the law, and before that he could show up to prison, he said, screw you guys, I'm going to kill myself, so that's what he did. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he he wasn't going to prison, damn it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think we could make some good moonshine. Oh, I was going to say, have you ever tried um, Everclear? Oh, yeah. I've got a video of uh, me and some friends. Oh, my gosh. Here we go coughing, Chris. We should quarantine. No, just kidding. We just coughing for the heck of it because we're, uh, you know. He's adding them in post-video. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like coughing's almost contagious. Like, uh, what is it, yawning? You cough, I cough. No, you cough, and then I'm like, oh, I got a tickle in my throat, too. Well, anyway. Uh, no, what was I saying? Yeah, Everclear. We have a video, or I have a video, of me and some buddies hanging out at one of their uh, fraternity houses, and they pour uh, Everclear all over the ground. That's silly. And then they light it on fire. Yeah. It didn't catch as well as you would think it would. No, it's not gasoline. Yeah, it's it's nowhere near as uh, receptive to the flame as gas. So when we were still living at Brick Mays, I, uh, I, I picked up a bottle of Everclear uh, Why? through nefarious means. Um, no, you I was walk, just, you uh, walk to the liquor no, store no, no, in the parking the, lot? Not at the liquor store. Anyways, <laughs> I picked up a bottle. I think bottle. it's pretty cheap, actually. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I got a bottle of Everclear. Um, and I made the mistake of drinking it straight for like three nights in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you, you, you made a big mistake yeah, there, buddy. I, I woke up after the third day. 
uh, and the entire right side of my body just You may have taken some of Alex hurt. Jones X12 uh, <laughs> supplement and pissed yeah, blood. My entire right side of my body just hurt so fucking bad, yeah. dude. I had like the shittest of hangovers ever. And I don't get hungover very often, yeah. right? I can drink I can drink pretty heavily and wake up perfectly fine the next day most times. Uh, but uh, but that, that really messed me up. And then I read the bottle and it said, may cause blindness, do not drink by <laughs> itself. You meant to be mixed, Because I, I think Everclear is what, like uh, 190, 180 proof? It's meant to be mixed. Yeah, it's, it's pure alcohol. Yeah, it's meant to, it tastes like you're, which I kind of like the burn, you know, it feels like you're yeah. rubbing alcohol. You know, that's what I kind of like if you crack open like a, a fresh Dr. Pepper, not out of a can, but out of a... Uh, <laughs> I'm serious, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> if you crack open a fresh Dr. Pepper out of a bottle, right, sometimes you put it in your mouth and, ooh, that burn, it makes your eyes water. I kind of like it, but you only get that on the first sip. It's like uh, like drinking strong whiskey. and you. Uh, that, well, that, that I don't like strong whiskey. Ooh, I, I like, don't like weak whiskey. I uh, hate whiskey. I like my whiskey like I like my women. How? Strong. There you go. <laughs> I was expecting to have to edit out there because you were about to make a really bad joke, but I was like, Go ahead. And then it came out strong. So good for you, Chris. Well, all right, man. Uh, I think we've uh, I think we've covered our liquor segment. So I say we tell some jokes. Let's tell some jokes. And by we, I mean me, because mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you three. That was a pretty good rhyme, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. We should try slam poetry jokes. I tell thee jokes. I've got three jokes. jokes. They're from me. And here we go. Drink my pee. Oh, jokes. How about drink my tea? Drink your tea? Yeah, because pee is just... Well, you know how my rhymes go. You remember the rhyme I made about my name? Yeah, I don't want to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. Without further ado, let's hop into that joke segment. Something neither of a stroke. It's this week's stolen joke. All right, Chris, so this week I've got a few jokes, uh, all from r slash jokes. I try to pick ones that aren't the most popular, because I feel like you may have seen those. So I've actually stayed off of it this week. Good. Well, dang, surprised. I should have hit the most yeah. popular yeah. ones then. All right, Chris, so our first one comes to our friend Pori Chow Gupto, P-O-R-I-C-O-Y-G-U-P-T-O. I doubt that's his real name. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be hard to spell on everything he had to write his name on. Oh, it's his name. Anyway, he knows how to spell it. So, uh, our friend Pori says, My friend told me the other day, That's a nice-ass uh, shirt you're wearing. I said, Thanks. They're called pants. Not an ass shirt. <laughs> yeah, you like that one? Well, because I could see you actually doing that. <laughs> Thanks. They're called pants. Yeah, that's pretty good, huh? All right. Joke number two. <laughs> that would be funny if you did like a a stand-up set or something, you're like, joke one. And then you read it. And you're like, wait for some laughter. Joke two. That's actually a pretty good yeah, bit. Yeah, that'd be it? a good bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joke. Yeah, no like, one I steal think... that, okay? Because I'm going to do that if I, I ever it's... work my way up into performing some stand-up. I think it's Chad Daniels. I might be have the name wrong, but he says like the name of his joke after he tells the joke. <laughs> That's like the same thing. I, yeah. I'll do the joke one. Yeah. All right. So our next one comes to us from our friend Yo Ali Colt, uh, Y O A L L I O C O A L T, and he says, "What is a cannibal king's favorite joke at dinner?" What's that? There's an air in my soup. (laughs) You like that one too, eh? It's pretty fun. Yeah. Okay. Third joke. Free market nation. That's the person who brought us this one. Free market nation. It's a weird name. Yeah. He says, today I heard diarrhea is hereditary. Apparently it runs in your genes. Ah. Yeah. Always throw our poop joke in there. Yeah, poop well, jokes. Thanks to our friends on Reddit for those jokes. You gave us a nice little evening laugh, and that's more than we can say about a lot of our friends. I got a poop joke. Yeah, let's hear it. All right. So there's this little boy, right? And he's okay. in his front yard. His parents locked him out the house. Okay. And he really has to use the restroom. So he's he's all embarrassed. And he says, oh, I'm just going to squat down and, and, you know, relieve myself. So he squats down, relieves himself. But he sees the local preacher walking up. Uh, he takes off his ball cap and puts it over. And he starts acting all nonchalant. The preacher saw him put his cap down. So he naturally asked, well, what, what's under your hat, little Timmy? Little Timmy says, uh, uh, a fairy. The preacher knows that the kid's lying 
fairies don't exist. So the preacher's like, oh, really? Well, pick it up and show me. Well, Timmy's embarrassed. So he's like, no, no, I, I don't want to do that. You just, there's a fairy under there. Preacher's like, oh, no, no, no. I really want to see this fairy. And the boy's like, all right. And he's like, all right, but I'm afraid he'll get away. And the preacher says, well, how about this? I'll, I'll catch him the second you raise the hat. That way he won't get away. And the little boy I know where like, this joke is going. Use, <laughs> use crap on the punchline, all right? I've heard it before. Go ahead. The little boy's like, uh, uh, all right, on the count of three. Okay. Little boy's got the hat. Preacher goes, one, two, three. Little boy raises the hat. The preacher slaps his hands together on the crap pile. The little boy says, oh, you squeeze the crap out of him. Yeah, yeah. I've heard a similar joke, but it was a leprechaun. He was like, I can't show you. <laughs> and, and then he's like, why not? He And he's like, if ever he's seen by anyone, he'll poop himself and run away. <laughs> yeah, lame jokes. Anyway, now that we've had our uh, our, our crap jokes, Chris. Uh, Poo-poo. <laughs> I don't know why poop jokes are just kind of fun, man. They're easy. Yeah. Everyone likes Every, it. Everybody poops. Maybe. Everybody poops. You I know, think we, we should just have before. a 45-minute segment on poop. <laughs> Isn't that already what we do, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you listen to last week's episode after I edited it? I believe so. I can't Did you hear my Folgers uh Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the best. I love that. I'll play it it's, right here in case you didn't hear it. It's Folgers. The best part of waking up is Yeah, that was pretty funny, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> Folgers, eh? You know, if we ever have our NatCast t-shirts, I'll have it say, like, Folgers underneath our, our lo- logo. logo. Oh, our logo? I was going to say logo and label, and it came out logo. Well, how are you going to make it known that it's Folgers instead of Folgers? You won't put a D on it. Because it's... I, I is a D in Folgers? No, there isn't, is there? No, that's I think, why I say Folgers. If yeah. it was Folge, F-L-A. You know, everyone's hating on you, but what if you're I, actually right? I am right. Yeah, it's cause, everyone else Because it doesn't wrong. have a D, does it? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. You might be right, Chris, and we're all just looking like a bunch of dum-dums. Yeah. Well, anyway. Team me. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, let's go ahead and hop into our movie review segment, and yeah. then afterwards we'll take a break, and then we'll come back for the other two segments. How about we do that? Absolutely. All right, so what movie do you have for me this week? Wait, wait, wait. No movie yet. I I, I, I messed up. I should have said, and now it's time for the movie review, and then I'll play the song. Okay, and then yeah, we yeah, do. yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's try again. Yeah. All right, Chris, and now it's time for our movie review. Movie time, let's review it. That's what we're gonna do. Movie time, let's review it. A movie for me and you. Spoiler alert, spoiler yeah. alert. All right, Chris, what sort of movie are we reviewing this week? So this week we're reviewing a classic that involves the renowned actor Daniel Radcliffe. Okay, I like Harry Potter. And nope, we're talking about Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo, okay. Guns Akimbo is a little flick. Uh, it was directed by... Let me see if I can get that information. You, uh, Jason Lee. Jason uh, it involves Lee. the actor uh, Dan- well, the actor Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, is a, It's a New Zealand action flick, and it is absolutely wonderful. Okay, tell uh, me about it. Okay, so the plot... Uh, I'm, not, I'm trying not to ruin anything, but the plot's essentially... Uh, there's this uh, worldwide uh, thing going around where it's essentially kind of like, like the purge, but it's not government-sanctioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bunch of people that are playing a game. Right, uh, it's all like on apps and like the dark web type stuff, and they're competing to like see who can get the best kills. People are betting on it, and it's like the, the like real life kills. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like it's the world's largest growing internet phenomenon. Okay. Well, uh, the character that Daniel Radcliffe is playing, named I believe. Wait, I thought you watched the movie. I did. I can't remember his name in the movie. Oh. <laughs> I, I watched the movie. It's great. You just great. called him Harry Potter. You know, I always thought they locked up Daniel Radcliffe on the Hogwarts set and said, okay, we'll see you later, and just let him live out his days there in peace, but I guess not. 
they cast him. Didn't he do that one Broadway show where he was like nude? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's a uh, Miles Lee Harris is the character that he's playing in that movie. Okay. Um, and he's essentially he's a game developer, but he's not like a famous game developer. He's just someone that works in, for somebody else, and he kind of hates his life. He's bored, so mm-hmm. what he does to make up for it is he trolls people online. Okay. Well, uh, there's this group called Schism, and they are essentially they're the ones that are hosting the uh, the the, the gunfights, the the fights, the uh, the, the game. Um, and he finds out about it, and it actually disgusts him. His the character that he's playing that absolutely abhors violence, gun violence, actual violence, anything like that. Uh, so he starts trolling people that are watching it, essentially calling them degenerates and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, this really ticks off the people in control of Schism. Uh, so what they do is they tra- they they find out where he is and they enter him into the game by bolting two pistols to his hands uh, and putting him up against the 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 leading fighter for so schism. So he has no choice but to he play. He has no choice but to play. The rule ro- the rules he is told is either kill or die. Kill or be killed. It's him versus one other person and she is told uh, that she gets something that she wants really really badly if she takes him out. Uh-huh. And he's essentially just fighting for his life. And there's a pretty big twist at the end that you, I mean, you kind of see it coming if you know anything about movies. Let me guess, neither of them die. No, 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 no. Uh, I, do, okay, do you want so me to really I'm... like summarize the plot? Because I don't want to give too many spoilers. Well, then don't, man. It's up to you completely. Okay, so essentially, he spends the majority of the movie running from her. He's never shot a gun before, so he's really bad at shooting guns. Yeah. Uh, he spends the majority of the movie running from her, trying not to get killed by her. She's a badass in the movie. She's. So let me guess again. He ends up killing her. No. Dang, I suck at this. No, 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 not at all. Um, turns out that she has like a really traumatic background. Uh, where uh, the the leader of Schism actually killed her family, uh-huh. uh, but she doesn't remember doesn't know that it was him. Uh, and he she got older and she had a bunch of issues like psychological issues because she saw her mother and brother burn up in front of her. Um, so she's you know she's a violent person with a drug act drug uh, with a bunch of drug addictions. Mm-hmm. So he brings her to the game. It turns out she's the best fighter they have. She gets like coked out, and just beats the crap out of people all day long. Um, so she's hunting him down. He's running from her. He eventually decides to make a stand. Turns out he's a terrible shot. Uh, winds up mostly getting his ass handed to him. Uh, she kicks the shit out of him over and over again. Um, eventually he finds out that they have a plan to kill her, uh, after she kills him. So he's like, we could do this one of two ways. You either just kill me and they're going to kill you later, or we could team up together and go take them out. Mm. That's what they do. Uh, they, they team up together. Uh, they uh, they go to the little compound where Schism's being held, and he finally becomes just a badass and starts kicking. And they his both sh- kick some ass. Yeah, they both kick yeah, some ass. Okay. So she winds up killing herself, uh, going or kind of killing herself. Go- goes down in a uh, blaze of glory uh, when there's a big like room of folks, and she like straps some C4 to herself and runs into the room, and she's shooting and explosion. It's it's really awesome. Uh, not the fact that she dies, just the scene itself is really awesome. Anyways, the at the end of the movie, uh, and I know if it, we should put a spoiler warning on this because outside of me saying just general stuff about the plot, I'm really about to ruin the ending of it. Okay, spoiler alert. Well, it, it should be a little bit early before I really start <laughs> talking about the plot. I feel bad now. Listen, man, no one's probably realistically going to watch this movie who's listening. Oh, it's a great movie. If you look, <laughs> if you like action movies and you like Daniel Radcliffe, well, watch if, Guns Akimbo. If you can't watch a movie because it's been ruined for you, you wouldn't have liked it anyway. Okay. Anyways, maybe that's not the case, but that's what I'm going to use as my excuse. At the end of the movie, turns out that the uh, turns, <laughs> turns out that the leader of Schism is this old horrible-looking man. Um, and he's got Daniel Rad- Radcliffe's um, girlfriend as a hostage. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe hulks out and try. He, he's run out of ammo for his pistols at this point. He can't reload them because his hands are full. Right. Uh, so he he goes to he goes to attack the guy. The guy gets him a few times, and he finally gets up on the guy, starts beating him down, um, and tosses him from the top of the building. Uh, but this the ending of this movie really had something that I like, and it was the fact that. He didn't get the girl after he won. Um, at the end, he has this whole little spill that he goes on. Is like, uh, so there I was, the hero. Uh, but turns out that just because you're the hero, because they had broken up early in the movie, it was like turns out just because you're the hero doesn't mean that you get the girl. Right. Turns out that watching your ex boyfriend 
beat up and toss uh, your capture from the top of a 20-story building doesn't make you uh, attracted to them. It gives you PTSD. Uh, and then it goes on how he he didn't take out Schism as a whole, uh, so now he just kind of makes it... Uh, he gets his guns removed, but he makes it his life's uh, mission now to take out Schism as a whole. Well, that became a very sad movie. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Well, I'll have to take your word You're going to have to watch it. It's really, really good. Well, if you say so, Chris. Is that all you got on it? Yeah, that's all I got. All right, Chris. Well, I think you covered the movie well, so we well, will... I uh... said the entire <laughs> fucking... So, we should, right before I got into the plot, we should add, spoiler warning, if you intend to okay, watch Okay, I'll Guns go and back Kimbo. and say spoiler alert, or we can do that right after the break. Yeah. We'll come in here and edit it around, say spoiler alert, spoiler yeah. alert. Okay, yeah, I'll just take that little clip I had just there, I'll copy and paste it, and then we'll be good to go. Yeah. All right, Chris, so let's hop onto our break. Yeah. Uh, Natcast will be back right after this. Yeah. Chris, this week's commercial is brought to you by the Natcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Natcast. Natcast. Giving you the best of today and yesterday in Nacogdoches. Do you like those pauses there? I do. I also think it's hilarious that neither of us are really in Nacogdoches. Yeah, well, (laughs) giving you the best of today and yesterday outside of Nacogdoches. About Nacogdoches. About Nacogdoches. Yeah. All right. Now back to the podcast. And we are back. Natcast part two, episode 14. All right, Chris. How was your break? Mm. I see you're giving a sip of water, so. Yeah, water. Uh, it's a really good a really good break. Really good? Yeah. <laughs> Don't have much to say today. It was huh? a really good break. Yeah, it was uh, good. <laughs> I did all my push-ups. Did all your... Okay, I'm glad to hear that you got that done, because normally... You don't do that much what besides is, just, you know, a million chin-ups, 10,000 push-ups. So. As much as I talk about working out, folks are going to be really surprised when they see the picture of me. And it's yeah, like, oh the people God. who are lucky enough yeah. to enter our NatCast giveaway, mm-hmm. which has already expired. So if you didn't get a photo, sorry, sucker. For those of you who did enter our giveaway, those should be headed out this week at some point. We're still taking the $5 donations to become a member of the Quad Squad. Yeah, and we're still accepting the uh, $50 for the one-week supplement of that X12 uh, that Mr. Jones was uh, trying to sell earlier. So yeah, I went I went to try uh, some of that uh, in my glass earlier, Yeah, but it melted the scoop that I put in it. Scoop. You have to use a, a pure polyethylene. Yeah. Uh, scoop whenever you're you're dumping it out of the container. Yeah, just I think polyethylene's a thing, right? I I think that's let's pretend like yeah. it is if it's not. Well, ethylene is just do? a fun thing to say. Yeah, even though I have no idea what it means. No idea. <laughs> I know what ethanol is. Barely, it's like corn or whatever. Compound. Like compound. Well, Vegetables made Chris, in Chris, we're going to sound really stupid if we keep going at this rate. So let's go ahead That's and hop into our, this, one of our segments. It? You know, yeah, I agree. Yeah. We, we do kind of sound dumb half the time, yeah. but hey, man, that's like, uh, you know, it makes us more human. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, Chris, let's hop into our next segment, which is, of course, our Nacogdoches Business Spotlight, the one Nacogdoches segment we actually have on the NACCast. So, you know, without further ado, here comes the Nacogdoches Business Spotlight. Nacogdoches Business Spotlight. Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches Business Spotlight. Nacogdoches. All right, Chris. So let me ask you: When you think of Asian American, not Asian American, I guess it's just Asian cuisine, where do you think of Peking? Peking, okay. Are we doing another one on Peking? No. <laughs> this one actually came to us from uh, Christine in the email bag. Uh, I would have read her email, but it gave pretty much like half of the stuff I wanted to say away, oh, so no. I, I waited on that one. All right, cool. All right, so yeah, we're going to talk about Nijia this week. Ni- Nijia, Najaya, I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm going to call it Nijia, and if it's actually Najaya, sorry. You know, one thing has kept me from eating there. What's that? Whenever they first open up, I don't know if they still do, but they had like a whole sushi thing on uh-huh. their sign. I don't eat fish. Yeah, well, I was about, you know, I was thinking when I was writing this earlier today, I was like, I'm going to ask Chris if he likes sushi, but then I was like, no, he hates fish. I don't so eat fish. Obviously, he doesn't. Luckily for you, Chris, though, I've got a few things that you might like there. And Ooh. by a few, I mean one. Oh. All right, Chris. So at uh, Nijia, they serve sushi. 
which I know you don't like. I personally like it a lot, as well as my good friend Bobby. Me and him are sushi fanatics. What's uh, your favorite type of sushi? Well, I'll get into that here in a minute because I discuss it. Ooh. Uh, they also serve your typical Asian uh, food fare. Also, uh, you know, like stuff like, um, what is that? Chow mein, mm. hibachi. You mm. would like that. It's like you can go in there and get the chicken hibachi. That would serve you well, Chris. That might be something you would enjoy. Well, Christine in her email wrote that she liked the seaweed salad and the spicy scallop rolls. Um, I think the scallop is really expensive, so I never went for it. But I'm, I'm I, sure. I've been swimming before, and I've gotten uh, seaweed in my mouth. <laughs> you didn't like <laughs> I it? I didn't like it. You didn't want to have a seaweed salad after that? I don't that? know if that's going to actually be any good. In yeah. my opinion, I, I, mean, I know I'm probably imagining something completely different than what yeah, it is. Yeah, I like that dried seaweed. They sell it like Walmart and stuff. It's pretty good. I bought some dry seaweed from uh, a guy at that apartment complex I used oh, to live with. you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Did it cook very well or... No, it Tasted made me, bad, it made me bad. dizzy. Yeah, I bet it did. Chris, you were you were too much, man. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, you know where uh, Nijia is at right now? No, I don't. Yeah, they so they used to be over there by the shoe carnival, the wing stop in that little shopping plaza, and where Fuzzies is, all in that area. They were there by, like I say, the shoe carnival and Belk and Game Exchange. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's where they were. And then they moved over to the Kroger Shopping Center on University. So they're there by, uh, that. there's like a new um, emergency care place. I haven't been over there in so long. Yeah, I haven't either. You know, I, I spent four and a half years at the Kroger on University, so I try not to go back and relive those those precious memories because oh, it would just be too sentimental for me. But yeah, that's where they're at now, man. Um, Chris, let me tell you about what I like when I go in there because I've been a few times. What do you like? I like the lumberjack roll, okay, and then the crunchy roll. So what's a lumberjack roll? Lumberjack roll is like a roll, and it's it's cooked, right? So it's not just uh, I would imagine raw most fish. Of, oh, okay, okay. Uh, they, have, they have a bunch of just raw stuff, but the lumberjack and crunchy roll are kind of the same, but. Uh, Basically, it's just like some sort of cooked fish, and it's like deep fried, and they put some sort of like spicy mayo over it. Real good. It's probably a very sorry excuse for what sushi actually is supposed to be, but damn it if it isn't tasty. And then if I'm feeling a little healthier, Chris, I'll go for the asparagus roll, which Ooh. is literally asparagus and like seaweed paper and rice. And that's pretty good, and it's like $3 for a whole like eight piece roll of it so you can't really beat that and you know what i really like when i go in there chris what's that the guy who is making the sushi if you were to think of like your stereotypical sushi chef that's what this guy looks like he's got that big hat (laughs) he's wearing like um you know the full robe it's quite the sight and you know that he is authentic when he is making that and like half the times when i go in there i will either get a roll or the other half i'll get the uh, hibachi and when you get the hibachi, you get a soup and a salad, right? And the salad comes with this weird-ass dressing that I don't think I like it very much. But it's like a ginger dressing. Ooh, I like ginger. Yeah, yeah, you might like it. And then it's kind of heavy on cabbage, if I recall correctly. So. I like cabbage as well. <laughs> you might. This might be your place, man. Um, yeah, so I, I usually eat like half of that, and then I eat the rest of uh, my soup. And what then type I, of soups do they have? I think it's just like miso and then like... Uh, wonton and just another soup they got any ramen uh you know i've never seen ramen in there i don't think so well chris all the times i've been in there my wait staff i think i've only ever had waitresses i don't think i've ever had a wait wait man what's (laughs) what (laughs) what? (laughs) dude what would you call a male waiter there you go okay a male waiter nope Waiter. Waiter. Well, so isn't a female a waiter as well? Yes, but if you're... Well, a waitress is obviously a female. I don't think the term waitor if has you're gonna a differentiate what to you, it. Once you start tossing in wait, waitress... So if you say, I say waitress, then immediately when I refer to a waitor, right, it becomes a male, right? right? It's, it's like That's this. what you're saying? No, no, no. It's like this. Go ahead. If I say... Um, what's her name? Uh, let's say I... I'm trying to think of a female actress. A female act. Just say a female name, dude. If I say... How about Jennifer? If I say Jennifer is a Kay. great actor, that means that she's good at acting. Okay. But if I say Jennifer is a great actress, and she works well with other actors, 
that could mean several different things. But what when it, you say other actors, it could mean it other could mean several different things. But females. it could mean males and females. But if you were to say she works great with other actresses, I assume you only mean she's working great with other female. Uh, actors. Yeah, but if I say actors, it has w- w- once you differentiate. Mm-hmm. Between uh, the the S and all that, yeah, then the, you the, then, then, the then you would divide it. Yeah, I don't know. That's how you divide it, in my opinion. It's like so if you were to say she's a great waitress, um, and then uh, their their waiters are also good as well. You're saying both are great. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's that's just kind of coming down to semantics. <laughs> Uh, it really is. Well, <laughs> gender language every is time anyway. I have been in there, I have been waited on by a female employee. They have always been very good to me. That is what <laughs> I'm trying to say. <laughs> I tried to put it as uh, as vanilla as possible. As vanilla there. as possible. Well, Chris, our friend Nick asked us for their hours. Nick, I know you're no longer with us here in the 936, but I'm going to give them to you anyway. Whoa, 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 whoa. What whoa. do you mean, whoa, 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 whoa? Where's whoa. Nick? Nick... <laughs> <laughs> Would you think he died or something? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> he moved to Houston. <laughs> That's worse. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Nack Nick. That's what I say. Nack Nick. Nack Nick. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, now, Nick asked that we give the hours, so I'm going to give him 11 to 9, Tuesday through Saturday, except on Friday they're open till 9.30. So, uh, Tuesday through Saturday, 11 to 9, Friday till 9.30. So, anytime you're feeling up Sunday for some s- uh, off, they are closed. What? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't want to. Dude, I don't want to call and bother call these them and people ask with, them. Why with are questions. you closed on Sunday and Monday? Hey, what's up with that? Hey. <laughs> no, I'm not going to bother. Explain man. yourself. Well, yeah, whatever. We need answers. Yeah, we do. Well, Chris, that's all I have on Nijia. I didn't really, uh, you know, get a lot because I don't have a whole lot on them. But I think I did all right on that. What do you think? Did I, I do good? I like it. Thank you. Well, Chris, since I did so good, now it's time for you to follow up with everyone's favorite segment. We oh. put it last, so you have to listen to the rest of it to get to it. Coming in hot. I hope you are wearing your big boy pants today, man. I think these are my little boy pants. Well, Chris, without further ado, it's time for trivia. So, as we do here on the NatCast, I am going to count down. Three, two, one. We will say it's trivia time. And then we'll play the song, come back, and then get started. Are you ready? Yes. All right, Chris. Three, two, one. It's trivia time. It's trivia time. It's trivia time. Tea time now. A little trivia. It's trivia time. All right, Chris, it is trivia time. So I know this week you were asking the questions, and that means I'm answering them. So what am I playing for? You are playing for a all-expense-paid trip to the resort that Alex Jones is opening on the moon. What is it called? Uh, Sky Haven 2090. <laughs> when does it open? In 2090. I don't know that I'll make it, but... <laughs> If I uh, if I make it that long, I will be headed up there. So let's go ahead, I guess, and get started with the trivia. Do you have yours categorically broken down like I like to do with mine, or are we just going to be hopping around? I, I got it going from easy to hard. Oh, thank gosh. Okay, go ahead. Hit me with some easy stuff. All right. The first two are going to be multiple choice. <sighs> okay. What is the name of the band Lionel Richie was part of? Lionel Richie? Yep. Okay, go ahead. A, King Harvest. B, Spectrums. C, The Commodores. D, The Marshall Tucker Band. Okay, so I will say um, the first three were kind of odd, so I'll go with D, The Marshall Tucker Band. Did I get it right? That, that is incorrect. Dang it's, it. It's Lionel Richie and The Commodores. Oh, Okay, well, I didn't know it all, so... Yeah, I thought you knew Lionel Richie. <laughs> no, not no, really. I know, I know it was one start. song. You're off to a bad start. <laughs> Sorry, brother. All right, so Chris, you got question two fired up, ready to go for <laughs> I, me? I feel bad for you because it gets harder from there. Well, dude, I probably will get two of five, okay? All right, you might get one. Uh, okay, I bet I get two. How many hearts does an octopus have? Hey. Okay, one. Know. B. Two, C, 
3d4. Well, Chris, if the <laughs> adage goes, you guess C when you don't know, I'm thinking I'm going to have to stick with that. So I'm going to guess C3. Yeah, you got it right. Yeah. <laughs> I had no clue, but I'm glad I got it right. It makes I, me feel good. I bet you get the next one right. Okay, thank goodness. All yeah, right. but no more multiple choice. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I don't need multiple choice. I've said multiple choices for cowards. So, What color is Donald Duck's bow tie? What color is Donald Duck's bow tie? Okay, I've got like six <laughs> options. Okay, It is a primary color, yes. Yeah, okay. I'll be like, uh, equestrian green. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Chris, so I'm thinking here, it's either red, orange, or blue. Okay, which one are you going with? I'll go with your speedy response there almost makes me think it's none of the three. It is one of those three. I'll I, give you that. It's one of those three. What did I say? Red, orange, or blue? Yeah. I think it's blue. I'll go with blue. You would be incorrect. It is red. Dang it. I don't know why I convinced myself it was blue. But. When I read that question, I had to Google it because I wasn't Yeah, I couldn't sure. think of it either. I had my phone in my hand here. Yeah, I was like, man, I should look right, at it real yeah. fast. But no, I'm not going to cheat. I don't think you're going to get the next two right either. All right. Uh, you don't know me. All right, go ahead. I want to win that trip. What is space? <laughs> what What is the name of the first man in space? Uh, he was a Russian guy. He was uh, of Russian yeah, descent. There's no way I'm gonna get it. I, I you just just throw a Russian sound of name out there. You Sergey. Right. Nope. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin. Chris, that was a stupid question. How's that a stupid question? There's no way. How I do ever you not know it. that? I knew <laughs> that. I knew that. I could. If you'd asked me that question, okay, I could have told okay. you that. Whatever. Well, I can't win now, but no. you know, I can at least get two out of five. Right. That's upsetting. You've already won two of these contests. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't won anything. I so know. Whatever. I, made, I made it really hard on you this week. Yeah. So. Just, you wait till next week. So. Yeah. Yeah. Give Give me some I'm, hard stuff. I, I, question one. I'm thinking of a number between <laughs> one and a million. What is it? <laughs> if you read history, you would have known that last one. Yeah, I didn't. Man, I I don't know it. I I'm not very uh, familiar on the the space and the people who have been there. I think space is one of the most interesting. It is, in but the, I'm not that well versed. Come on. I know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hit me with question five. Where is the largest living organism on this planet located? Largest living organism. It's in the States. In the States. Okay, so you want a state? Yep. I, I want, uh, yeah. Okay, so the largest living organism's got to be a tree. Okay, so I'm going to go. It's probably some big-ass redwood. Therefore, my guess has become California. Close. Oregon. There you go. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Because I don't want you to go. What is go, it? What's it, the largest living organism? It's called the, uh, I'm going to try and pronounce it properly, uh, Armir, Ar, Armilia, Ar, Ar, Armillaria Ostoye. Uh, that's how it's spelled. A-R-M-I-L-L-A-R-I-A-O-S-T-O-Y-A-E. It's the largest living thing on Earth, and it's mostly hidden underground. What is it, a tree? Uh, no, it's a uh, it's a humongous for uh, fungus. Oh, uh, it's uh, the organism itself uh, covers about two thousand three hundred eighty-five acres of the Malheur National Forest in Oregon. It's essentially. Uh, in, what part of Oregon is that? Uh, you're the one that's been to Oregon, I buddy. Never heard of that place. <laughs> I spent a year in Oregon and never heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's. We kinda, were too busy drinking uh, local beers and uh, other things. Give me that one you second. Let me get some more information. Like hike Mount Hood. It's uh, it's it's a huge fungus, uh, and what you see of it are gonna be like. Let's go, Chris. We're watching the ball game behind us, and our Astros just hit a home run. It, it's uh, it it's what you mostly see of it are gonna be like the the fun the, the fungi like uh, mushrooms and stuff that pump up from yeah. it. But it has a huge interconnected root system that makes it all one organism. Chris, you were playing lawyer ball with me there. I was going for the biggest thing above ground. No. 
<laughs> I said on this planet. Yeah, whatever. Dude, did you ever watch the first episode of King of the Hill, man? It was so funny. I've seen very few episodes yeah, of King well, of the Hill. Well, the first episode is like Bobby's going to a baseball game, right? Yeah. And uh, he's like, Bobby, you got to get up there and swing the bat to get on base. And he's like, but dad, they could walk me. And he's like, don't play lawyer ball, son. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I loved it. I, I saw like, I saw this thing on YouTube. Uh, it's this fellow with a drum uh, drum kit, and he'll cover conversations. Oh, really? Yeah, he does. Like, uh, did you ever watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? No. Okay, well, he does a Boomhauer speaking uh, from Family Guy, and it's <laughs> Boomhauer it's, from Family Guy. <laughs> Boomhauer from uh, King of the King Hill. Hell, yeah. yeah. He does Boomhauer speaking from King of the Hill, and it's one of the funnier things I've ever seen. He just drums to the beat of him speaking. Yeah, that's awesome. Man. And then I like that. he has one. Um, he has one uh, from uh, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where the character Charlie he's like having a, a manic breakdown in like an office. I don't know if you've seen the pic the, the meme. It's let me see if I can't bring it. Bring it up. <laughs> bring up a meme that I'm gonna is bring very. Up a, I'm going to bring up a meme to, that uh, people will media. not see. I, I can guarantee you've seen it. Before. Auxiliary media. That's what we'll call this because oral media just sounds too disgusting. A little dead air for you here, folks. There you go. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Okay, meme. It's yeah. just a guy in front of a uh, attack board with a bunch of stuff looking just like incredibly he, like he has stressed out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the one where he's uh he, he where he has uh he's looking for Pepe Silva. He doesn't think Pepe Silva yeah. exists. Um whatever so that is. He's yeah. he's having a a manic episode cuz he's at his wit's end. He's super stressed out. Uh and he drum beats to the little rant that he goes on and it's hilarious. <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I'll have to check it out, man. Yeah. Well, Chris, I think we're about done here. What do you think? I think we're great. I apologize for my movie review, folks. Yeah, that was the sucked, first huh? movie review I did. I do feel really bad well, about Chris, that. Chris, I'll get into a movie review next week. As a matter yeah, of I'll fact, I'll take some notes. I don't have any movie reviews to do next week. So if I hear one by, let's say, Wednesday or so, and eh, maybe Tuesday, give me one by Tuesday night, and I will review the first movie that comes in, unless it's like really expensive to rent, then I probably won't. But yeah, go ahead. Feel free to send a movie review suggestion to the netcast that's t-h-e-n-a-c-c-a-s-t at g-m-a-i-l dot c-o-m and like i say i will have a look and i'll be like "Ooh, there's a movie to review and then i will watch it please do not review or suggest any pornographic movies i had a bunch of those last week and we will not be reviewing those because they all seem to have the same plot lines so (laughs) once we do it once it's just the same over and over again so we're not going to touch that Anyway, Chris. Did you, did you really? No. Oh, God. That would be funny, though. Uh, that, uh, that would be hilarious, but also, what the heck? <laughs> this is a family-friendly fucking podcast. You know, Chris, you're the primary swearer on here. So. I, I apologize. I thought it would be funny. I loved it last week, and I was like, apologize to my mother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You sound so serious tonight. Has, yeah, has, your, was, mom, does, has your mom listened to that I episode? I think she's missed, like, the past four. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, my parents didn't have internet out where they live, and... Uh, out in the sticks. <laughs> out in the sticks, yeah. Anyway, so she hasn't been able to get it. I have to take it to her on, like, a, a PDF. <laughs> Dude, whatever. I send it to my mother a via PDF. carrier pigeon. An MP3, an MP3. I'll like take it out there and like uh, play it online, and then she'll we'll just kind of sit around and listen to it. We've done that a couple times. How does she not have internet out there? I don't know, man. Beats me. It's up to them though. They're the ones that have to pay for it. Like I say. Well, anyway, Chris. Enough about my mother. Let's end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you set me up too good. Yeah, whatever. I can't ever have enough of my mother, Cody. Chris, I'm ending now. (laughs) On behalf of myself, Chris, the rest of our production team, which just so happens to be Chris, myself, and Ashley as she walks the dogs. Watches the dogs, not walks them. She hasn't been outside walking dogs this whole time. She hasn't been outside in years. (laughs) I keep her in the the den. On behalf of myself, Chris, the rest of our production team, which just so happens to be me and Chris, thanks for listening. Have a kick-ass week. And as always... Nat cast. <laughs>